The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to The Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is TV publicity coach, Sanyaka Calloway-Boyce. Go to sanyaka.com to find out more. Sanyaka, thanks for coming on the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Uh, just before we begin, I just want to give a brief introduction for Sanyaka. Sanyaka Calloway-Boyce has been on many TV shows. She's an international speaker, a top-selling author on several books on personal finance, and sought-after TV guest expert on Money Matters. She regularly appears on USA television on national, regional and local TV shows such as ABC, CBS, Fox and NBC and a wide range of cable and internet networks. She's a repeat guest on the Today Show weekend and recently made her 33rd guest appearance on the national TV show The Morning Show with Mike and Julia which airs daily in the United States on Fox. She also helps her clients to get repeat television appearances, some of which have appeared on The Today Show, Good Morning America, The Big Idea, and 2020 with John Stottle, just to name a few. Sanyaka is passionate about helping others promote their message, book, speaking services, and brand through the power of publicity. So she created the TV Publicity Secret System, developed the Media Star Strategies, and facilitates the TV publicity workshop to show entrepreneurs, authors, professionals, and business owners how to get more exposure through the use of TV publicity. Sanyaka, lots of accomplishments there. Uh, I'm excited to have you on the show, and I'm especially excited to cover this topic today, getting publicity by appearing as an authority or expert on television. It's not something that I've covered on the show before, but it's highly relevant. Online marketing is even more powerful when assisted by other media and there's perhaps no bigger or more exclusive medium than television so it's a real pleasure to have you on the show before we begin could you tell us how you got started as a tv media and publicity coach Absolutely, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on this call with you, Joey. You know, often with having the shows that I've worked on with the United States and, and ultimately my aspiration to do more shows, um, even internationally, it's great to be able to see the synergy and the universality of the messaging. So whether you're listening to this and you're in the U.K. or you, or in the United States or anywhere in between, I'm really glad that we've kind of crossed the waters, if you will. Jumped across the pond. <laughs> yeah, across the pond so we can show other business owners that, you know, that there really are some common consistencies between uh, the media both in the UK and in the United States. So, Sonia, you were a financial strategic coach or a financial fitness coach? I am. As the financial fitness coach here in the States, I actually started originally working with teens and college students. And I realized that that was a great audience to work with, and that's where I wrote my books and really had a lot of success with my business there. But I wanted to expand my reach, and I wanted to start working with adults. And when I decided to make that leap, I also had to recognize that I needed to grow the business and to get as much exposure as I could in the shortest amount of time possible. 
and I chose TV as a me- as a mechanism um, to basically market my message and get the word out and get the kind of credibility and exposure that was going to be important for me to grow my business as a financial fitness coach. And out of that um, came all of the wonderful opportunities that came with being on the media. I grew my database. People were coming to my website. I was selling more books. I attracted more coaching clients. All the great things that we all, as business owners, want to affect our bottom line. But another great thing that came out of this for me is a business opportunity. I think that most entrepreneurs have to figure out what what works and what doesn't work, and we have to do it pretty quickly. And what came out of my getting media exposure for myself turned into the Media Star Strategies. So could you tell us a little bit about your Media Star Strategies? What is that? Yeah, the Media Star Strategies are actually just five steps, five strategies that I recognized pretty quickly after being asked by so many other entrepreneurs and speakers and business owners, Sanyika, what are you doing to get the type of media you're getting? You know, they would tell me, I'm hiring a publicist and I've spent all this money and I'm not getting any media placements or I'm trying to do it myself and I can't get the producers to call me back. It seems like, what are you doing? And so I started answering that question, and what I realized was, wait a second, I'm on to something here. There actually is a process that I followed and some methods that I've consistently used, and now I can actually help other people do these same things. So STAR is an acronym, and it's S-T-A-R-R. The first letter is START Becoming a Great Guest. Then it's target shows to pitch, accelerate your marketing, reach out to producers, and rise to the occasion. So those five strategies or those five things are really necessary for anyone who's seeking to get the attention of the media. Being a great guest really entails what kind of value are you going to add to the viewers what is your publicity persona and how will you promote yourself to producers so that they can see the value that you have as an expert in your arena? Target the shows to pitch is knowing the right combination and the right type of show that you're going to ultimately reach out to, whether it's a talk show or you all call them chat shows or whether it's a news show or a business show. Really just understanding which is the best type of um, show that's going to fit my expertise. Then accelerate your marketing is really knowing that there's a different way, not totally different, but slightly different than you would market yourself to a producer than you would market yourself to a customer or client. So making sure you know what those rules of marketing are when you accelerate your marketing then reach out to producers. That's really the nuts and bolts. That's about building relationships with producers. That's about pitching producers, following up, ultimately helping make their job easier so that they not only want to invite you on for the first time, but want to invite you back. And then finally, rise to the occasion is what do you do when you get that five minutes of fame? What do you do in the pre interview process? What do you do during the interview? How do you interact with the host or hosts of the show? What do you do after the interview to make sure that you acknowledge the producer and um, 
and start to plant the seed to get invited back? And how do you leverage that media exposure um, for people who might not have seen you on the show or who you want to make sure um, get a chance to see the clip or listen to the audio or or see the newspaper um, interview that was written about you. So all of that comes under rise to the occasion. That's really what the star strategy is all about. You mentioned that you realized that people were paying for publicists and they weren't getting anywhere. How did you go about it the first time you tried to get on TV? Did you get a publicist at any point? Were you coached on it? Did you just intuitively figure it out for yourself or maybe a combination of all of those? It was kind of a combination, but I did not, nor do I work with a, a publicist. I do encourage um, anyone who feels that that's a good relationship and a good fit for them to definitely look into that. But for me, and I think like for many entrepreneurs, it was really about being a business owner, having to figure out the most cost-effective and more importantly, with the emphasis on effective things to do. And I had done some research online and talked to a couple of people who had gone down a couple of different routes and paths that they they told me some of the things that worked for them and some of the things that didn't work for them. But everything that I was seeing was kind of a hodgepodge of information. There wasn't a, there wasn't a cohesive bunch of information that I was able to find when I started my quest to get more media exposure. And so really I had to, um, between a combination of research, asking questions, and then more importantly, just applying it, just taking some action and knowing, okay, I'm giving myself, you know, three weeks for this to happen, or I'm giving myself two um, two months to to actually get in touch with this particular producer or I really just put some deadlines in place and started the process and said, you know, I want to figure out how to fail as fast as possible and so I can push the, to the side those things that aren't working and I can keep on refining the things that seem to be working for me. So that was really my process and it seems like that's also just kind of the entrepreneurial spirit in general. Um, but then I also know that there are individuals who really want the guesswork taken out of them. And that's why I created TV Publicity Secret System. It's like, you know what, I've been there, done that, got a couple of T-shirts and a couple of bruises and bumps from the process. Let me help you get to the finish line a lot quicker, sooner, faster, and um, and more importantly, just without having to go through and, and experience some of the growing pains and the process uh, the pain of the process that I had to go through. From the time of your first media appearance up until now, where you're an expert on getting on TV, how long was your learning curve to get really good at this and really figure out the formula for getting on TV? You know, when I first started speaking in the college and the teen market, I remember the very first one I had spoken at the college that I graduated from, and I sent out a press release to using the local angle that, you know, local girl comes home to talk to college students about credit and debt, and a camera crew came out to film the film my presentation and wind up having it on the 10 o'clock news that night. And I was pretty excited that they had finally responded and used a similar model as I would go from state to state here in the United States and talk about um, credit and debt and talk to college students and got a lot of attention in that way. And honestly, after the initial book tour, I really didn't actively seek 
without media attention, I was really growing my business and doing the thing that I was doing, um, which is really more speaking. And so it, it was kind of already in the back of my mind that this is a great way to get exposure because I was really, when I was actively sending out press releases and getting the media to show up at different events that I was doing, um, it really worked well and more people would buy the book and find out about me online and, and then, and subsequently invite me to speak at their school. So it definitely had the, uh, the effect. And I think that, you know, sometimes as business owners, the things that work, we we sometimes take for granted and don't always follow through with them the way mm. that we need to. Um, so when, about two years ago, was when I really got back into saying, I want to use the power of publicity to grow this other part of my business, which is speaking to adults about the importance of financial responsibility. That's really why I chose TV as the medium that I would... um as the medium of the media that I would ultimately use to do that because I knew the amount of exposure and I knew the the large number of audiences that I had the ability to touch when I took advantage of that. So definitely over about a five-year period, but for the last two years, really been ramping it up and have had you know great success with, with being over on 100 shows and and, and really getting the word out and the message out. So that's been a, a, a really neat process and journey. So it was a five-year journey uh, when you started to realize the formula for getting on TV. What was it that made you want to really start giving this information out to other people? You know, when I started out using the media to grow the business, it, it I never intended to, to have a whole other business spring out of it. It really was about what do I need to do as a, as an entrepreneur to get the word out about who I am and what I do and ultimately how I can help people. And I think that at the end of the day, that's really as entrepreneurs what what our core goal needs to be about. I tell my clients always that you're not in the business of whatever business you're in. You really are first and foremost in the business of marketing your business. And we really need to embrace that more and not feel so... Um, you know, not feel ashamed or not feel shy or, or feel like, hey, if I build it, they will come. Well, you know, there are in, even in my arena, in my marketplace, what I do, there are many more people who are more famous than I am. You probably know them, you know, in the UK. Susie Orman. Have you heard of her? Yes, I have. Susie Orman is a personal, she, she does personal finance and, and money management. There's, uh, there's Gene Chadsky and Dave Ramsey and David Bach. And I could go on and on with a list of people that, you know, maybe your listeners have heard of before that seem to be more, um, famous, if you will, or to have a larger stake in the marketplace. But, what I've come to find out is that there's definitely room in the media marketplace for um, small business owners and entrepreneurs and authors and speakers to to really make their claim and to provide content. About a year ago is really when I said, okay, you know what? I'm getting this exposure and it's really working well for my business and I'm starting to get phone calls from other business owners asking me these questions and many of the questions were similar questions. So I said, you know what, let me come up with a way that I can as comprehensively as possible answer those questions and provide this formula so that others could duplicate the success. And that's really what it's about. It's about 
is this success duplicatable? The answer is absolutely yes. And how can I help others see the ease in which they can duplicate it as well when they follow when they follow a proven system and um, it actually works? Can anyone get on a TV talk show, Sanika? Anyone. Anyone is a big word. I would say that there are definitely specifics um, that that TV producers are looking for. And so my one of the things that is important for me when I'm working with someone or when someone invests in TV publicity secrets is to help them understand how you can make yourself, how anyone can make themselves attracted to the media. But just to show up at a show and say, hey, I think I should be on because I wrote this book or because I'm a great speaker or because of X, Y, Z, probably not. And most most often that's where the mistake happens is where people think, oh, hey, listen, you know, I should just be able to kind of show up. I've got a really great story. I've just written this really great book or I'm a really great business owner. And there is a there is a bit of a method to the madness of media and understanding basically what producers are looking for and the type of content that they want and what type of experts make the best candidates for shows. Once you understand that, the great thing is that anyone can fit into that formula or that mold um, of to get on TV ultimately. But there definitely is some work that goes into that process. Not anything that's over the top, but just understanding it so that you're so that when you are marketing yourself to the media, you know how you're presenting yourself um, that that you are presenting yourself in a way that the media will most likely respond to. What would you say it is that producers are really looking for? Well, there's a couple of different things. One of the things that I teach in the TV Publicity Secrets um, system is really about the different types of guest experts. And it's it's what I call the publicity platform or the publicity profile. And basically, um, it's the producers at the end of the day, they want to be able to say to themselves, we trust this person, knows what they're talking about, and so can you. Because they're putting you in front of viewers who know, like, and trust their show. And they want their, they're essentially giving you an unofficial endorsement. They need to be able to feel very confident that you know what you're talking about and they can put you in front of their audience so that their audience can trust you as well. So there are a couple of overall categories of the publicity profile. There is the author. There is the authority. There is the celebrity. There is the expert. There's the life slash personal experience um, expert, and then there's the professional. So I'll break those down a little bit um, for you. So the author is, you know, the person who's written the book. You are the person who, because you've taken your knowledge and you've packaged it, you have instant credibility about why you should be speaking on the topic. Because I've written the books on personal finance, that gives me that credibility. So it doesn't matter if the book is self-published or not. The important thing is that it has a professional look, that it can be purchased easily, but essentially the uh, the phrase, the author of, followed by a shot of your book or a picture of your book on a TV show, instantly sets you up as the expert in the viewer's mind. And that also is really what... Um, that's what producers are looking for. Another category would be the authority. And authority is someone such as maybe a politician or a government official, someone with a military background that really can be used as a as a person who is top in their field, they're top in their area of expertise. Um, 
that really falls under the authority category. You know, the celebrity category is really someone who has a name recognition um, or who has a particular promise in an industry. And it doesn't necessarily have to always be a movie star or someone you might see on TV. I mean, definitely in the States and, and actually all around the world, um, business celebrities have popped up, such as Donald Trump and um, Sir Richard Branson. And so individuals who have made distinctive marks in their in their industry can also be iconic or celebrities. That's definitely what um, the media looks for. So the um, you know, founder of Facebook is is a business celebrity, just to give you an example. Um, then we fall into the expert category, expert category, and there's really no limit to the. Um, the different categories that kind of fall under this, people who are really considered experts um, as a result of their experience, as a result of their titles, this is really someone who's gained specialized knowledge through experience or research. Um, And two type of experts tend to come into play. What I call the experiential expert and then the credentialed expert. So the experiential expert is someone like myself in both of my uh, businesses. I'm an experiential expert. In the business of personal finance, I am not a certified financial planner or a CFP or I don't have any particular um, you know, titles or, or schooling or even alphabets behind my name. But really the reason that I became the financial fitness coach was because I was near bankruptcy after college and realized that I have to make some different choices around money and understanding it and really learning the lessons that I never learned growing up. So from that experience, I created my business and ultimately began helping other people do the same thing. Very similar to what I do as the TV publicity expert and consultant is For me, in learning about the media, it was about me being thrown into a situation, needing to get more exposure, needing to get more credibility, and learning what worked and rinse and repeating that process several times and then realizing I can show other people how to do it. So that's really the experiential expert. And then the other type of expert is the credentialed expert. That is the person who has taken the time and invested the resources in additional schooling. That would be your doctor, your CF, your certified financial planner, your chiropractor, your dentist, your lawyer, individuals who have, um, who have gone to additional schooling and gotten advanced degrees in a particular area. The media actually loves and responds to both type of expert, both the credentialed and the experiential. And then the final, um, the final category would be the professional. And this is really, this also falls into kind of someone who has some sort of formal education, maybe a certification or training. They have some sort of documentation from a governing body that oversees their profession. So maybe they can talk about social issues or scientific discoveries or legal um, things that are of legal matter. So those are really the publicity profiles that um, almost anyone can fall into. And it's just knowing which profile you most um, resonate and connect with and then being able to communicate the value of that to a producer. 
Do you have to be an expert to get on TV or is it possible to get on TV without being an author or not having super high expert status? Yeah, so the way that you go about that is, again, understanding why, what kind of value you can add to the viewers. You know, if you don't have a book, if you've not written the book, um, but there is something that you've done and something that you know and have proven and that you've able, that you've been able to help other people do or that you've just done it to a level of success for yourself and believe that it will be valuable to other people that's really what the media is looking for they're looking for content they really do producers of tv chat shows and of news shows they like the they like the the unassuming expert. They like the person who, you know, just kind of stumbled upon or figured out something as a result of an, a hardship or a situation that they had to figure out for themselves. So you might not have the formal schooling and you might not have taken the time to write a book on it, but if you have demonstrated that you have successfully used a set of practices, principles, tips, or techniques to um, to save yourself money, to teach yourself a new language, to learn a new skill, to do whatever it is that you do, then that's very, um, that's valuable. And that's something that when you present it in the proper way, the producers will sit up and take notice. They'll go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Really what producers are looking for at the end of the day is what can you provide to their viewers that will add value to them? Um, and there are a couple of key ingredients that that you can think about in terms of, okay, well, what can I do to get the attention of the media? And there are five core elements of a of a pitch, and a pitch is basically something that you would um, present to the producers. It essentially encompasses the idea of the show or the idea of the segment that you want to um, that you want to have air on the show. And basically, when you can incorporate these five ingredients, it really goes a long way in getting the producer's attention. The first thing is to be timely. Now, timely is about what's currently, what is the media currently talking about? What are they currently covering that you, you have knowledge of, that you can speak to expertly or, or articulately or specifically that it will add a different perspective or opinion or provide value, valuable information. The second thing is being relevant. Relevant in two ways. First, relevant to the, to the type of show that you're pitching. So again, if it's a morning chat show, the pitch might be a bit different than if it's to a business, um, a show that's for small business owners. The, the concept and the topic can be the same, but the pitch is going to have to be slightly different so that it's relevant to the target audience that, that the show reaches. Another core ingredient, the third one, is controversial or conversational. So controversial, not just for controversy's sake, but if there's something that you can kind of turn a conventional wisdom on its ear or um, that you can basically what we call here in the States, cause an eyebrow to raise, then that's something that you want to look at. So I'll give you an example. I have a client who is a relationship expert, and one of the pitches that she created for the media was, is your marriage making you fat? Now, 
for those mm-hmm. of us who are married, you know, or, or have been in a, a long-time relationship, you might kind of chuckle a little bit. It is a little bit shocking. It's a little bit controversial. I don't know. Is my marriage making you fat? Well, she did the whole story angle or her whole segment was around the study that had come out. So, again, something that was timely. She tied it into something timely. There was a report that came out here in the States that essentially said that, you know, individuals who have been together for five years or more tend to... um tend to gain weight and and have a harder time losing weight than when you're in the dating mode. And what she came up with is, you know, this when we get comfortable with our spouse or with our partner, we tend not to do all those things that we did. So we might not run to the gym um, as much as we did, but maybe we'll run to the refrigerator for a pint of ice cream. And (laughs) so her whole pitch was around, you know, is your marriage making you fat? Oh, my gosh, gasp. That was kind of uh, controversial but then tying it into the ultimate thing she wanted to talk about. So that's a great way to um, to get the media attention. Another way um, is conversational. And conversational is really about, is this, a sh- especially this works well for talk shows or chat shows, as you call them, is, is this something that people will be buzzing about, talking about after the show is over? Is this something that is easy for the hosts of the show to really kind of engage in a, a lively conversation around. That's going to be important, an important element to include in a pitch. Another important element is to include things that are compelling and interesting. That's really what um, TV is about. It's a visual medium, but the great thing about TV is people not only get to see you, but they get to hear you and they get to engage and interact with you in a way that they can't with a magazine or on radio or any of the other mediums. So it's really, it's really about having something that's compelling, that's interesting, that's going to capture the person's attention. Um, and then finally, the last ingredient is visually appealing. Again, television is a visual medium, and a lot of times you'll you'll notice even if you're watching a show that's on for an hour or half an hour, maybe the set changes or the hosts change the type of chair they're sitting in. So they just want to change up the visual look for the um, for the viewers at home. So if you can bring any visual demonstrations or anything that would make the um, the viewer connect with it with what you're saying, that's a great thing to do. Now, I've given you a lot of information, so I don't want you to feel overwhelmed or feel like, oh, my gosh, I've got to put all of those ingredients into making a good pitch. Absolutely not. I recommend to my clients and um, those who, who invest in TV Publicity Secrets, I really recommend that you try to do you try to incorporate two or three of those elements into it. If you can get a solid two or three of those elements into a pitch, you really do have a great chance of getting booked um, by the media. Sonica, could you just summarize the seven points again for a piece that producers will love? Right. So those are the, the elements that you want to include to create a, a segment idea that producers will love is how to be timely, relevant, Controversial, conversational, compelling, interesting, visually appealing. Great, thank you. Uh, what are the major benefits, Sonica? We've talked about there being massive coverage. How about in terms of credibility and authority that is added after having uh, been on TV a few times? 
Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's huge. If you are a business owner who are really looking to stand head and shoulders above the competition, um, you know, if you were, if you're a relationship expert and someone came to your website, there were two websites, only two websites on the whole internet about relationships. And there was yours, which had a video clip of you speaking on, you know, how people could have healthy relationships and better, better relationships because you were speaking on the TV show, and then there was someone else who had much of the same information, but they didn't have this video clip of themselves, I can tell you that, you know, nine to one, people are going to flock to that site. They want to see that you've worked with other people. They want to see that you've been acknowledged and recognized for the expertise that you have um, that you have in your industry. It's great for not only closing a potential of uh, someone who might be on the fence about working with you or maybe working with someone else because you've been the authority, you've been the expert that the media has has given the um has given permission to share your message with the masses. That's very valuable. It's not something that you can buy in a commercial, it's not something that you can buy in an ad. When you get 4 to 6 minutes on regional or local or even national TV to share your expertise and provide tips and useful content, that is really a a valuable credibility adder. It's also it's also a way for you to stand out head and shoulders above your competition, which is very powerful. Yeah, definitely. If there's a choice between working with someone who has been in the media a lot compared to someone who hasn't, I think many people are going to go with the one that has the most publicity and therefore probably the most perceived authority. You know, people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And when a television host or when someone that you've invited into your living room, you know, on a regular basis or, or your favorite host on the radio that you listen to when you're driving in your car or that you um, listen to as you're out and about and have your Walkman on, those individuals are known to their viewers. Those individuals are respected by their viewers. So if I were to come on to a show and that host is interviewing me and they're having a conversation with me and they're getting, they're pulling out valuable information from me. You instantly begin to have a connection with me now because the person that you respect, the person that you know, like, and trust has recommended that you listen to this other person. So it's a very powerful thing as well as that in terms of that as well. Yeah, by associating with the host, you're given that silent endorsement by association and the no like and trust factor rubs off on you. And that's just something that uh, traditional advertising can't buy. You can't buy the endorsement, the credibility, the authority and the trust that is gained. It's just not something that you can do with advertising where you just pay a bit of money and you get your advert shown. It's just something that's infinitely more valuable than that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely the experience that I've had with working with the media is here's here's the way that you have to think about the exchange. Producers understand that they understand the valuable commodity that they hold. They get that they're giving you access to millions, if not hundreds of thousands of of viewers that ultimately respect and like and trust the host of the show and because of that will um instantly 
to have a connection with you that they probably wouldn't have had, just as you suggested, if you had simply um, blasted a, a, a commercial or posted an ad somewhere. So they understand that. What you as the expert and as the person who's seeking publicity need to understand is when you seek to give before you ever seek to get, that's really where the magic happens. And so the give before you get concept is really go in working with the producer with the attitude of, I want to make your job easier and I want to add value to the viewers. I want to provide them tips and strategies and information that they can really use to advance their life, to make better choices, to save money, whatever the area of expertise is that you have, right? So when you go from that concept of, I want to give before I ever seek to get, It's a genuine place that the host of the show, that the producer of the show will want to give you what they know you seek, which is ultimately the credibility, the publicity, and the endorsement of, hey, go to this person's website, or this person is the author of this fantastic book. I really recommend you picking up a copy. It's got some great tips in it. Or whatever the promotional angle is, they are more than willing to. In fact, it naturally comes out of them. When you come from a place of, I want to give value to the viewer and I want to make the producer's job easier. And I found hands down that the way that I continue to get so much media exposure and the way that my clients um, continue to get repeat television bookings is because just, just like people do business with people they know, like, and trust, producers book guest experts that they know, like, and trust, that they know will do a quality job, that they trust will give value to the viewers, and ultimately that they like as people. So it's a much it's much about relationships as it is about um, giving before you ever seek to get. And I tell you that the doors will open up for you, and what you're currently spending on advertising traditionally is – you know, we'll we'll be able to re- redirect it in some other way to grow your business because the media will the media exposure is definitely a powerful leverage point for you. The other thing I wanted to mention is, you know, we're we're talking about TV publicity and there's also you know radio and there's print and and I definitely cover them in TV publicity secrets and so I want to make sure that people understand that no matter what form of marketing you're doing. You want to make sure that it is what I call, think about a bicycle wheel, and it's really one spoke in the overall wheel, okay? And so it's focus, it's not necessarily always about focusing on the one thing, although that's great and you definitely want to have a particular focus point and know where you're, where you are and ultimately where you want to be and have some milestones and measure markers. You also though want to realize that it's a nice, it's a nice like orchestra playing all at once where each instrument serves its purpose and sometimes one instrument is louder than the other. I find a lot of entrepreneurs make the big mistake of focusing only on one thing when it comes to marketing and using publicity and then they go, oh, this thing doesn't work. And so what I what I encourage my clients to do and individuals who invest in TV publicity secrets um, or anyone who's just seeking to get them get media exposure is really looking at multiple forms of media and multiple ways of marketing so that when you're 
when when you've got feelers out in one arena, you're also working another angle, and you've also got another angle working. So it doesn't feel like you're putting all the pressure on one particular thing working. You really are using them in tandem. What I found that's most successful is when you are when you're marketing your message through multiple mediums, you actually have a better level of success because individuals who are listening to the radio um, also watch TV. And I know for a fact, and I'm sure this happens in the UK as well, is that television producers, um, for one show, they actually watch other shows. They watch other shows to find what other guests are going to be on. They listen to the radio. They read the newspaper. They read magazines because they want to come up with ideas for what kind of topics the audience and the general public are looking for. So when you can spread your message in multiple media mediums, that's really a powerful um, leverage point too. After you've done a few of these appearances, is it likely that other producers and people in the media might find you and seek you out? I have. And, and just tying into what you were saying in terms of, you know, that's that credibility. It's like, you know, no, it's sort of like, oh, wow, you've been on that show. Well, we want you on our show, too. So that plays in. Another great point um, that I teach in the TV Publicity Secret System, and that really is about what I call scalable and portable your expertise has become scalable and portable, meaning that your topic is now scalable, meaning that you can expand it into other arenas because the concepts are universal and it's portable, meaning you can take it from one niche and put it into another niche and still have it be relatable. The same thing happens with me with, you know, with money management and personal finance. My what I primarily work on and talk about is money and mindset. But often I will be invited in to talk about practical money things like, you know, the importance of saving or where should I be, um, you know, what's the best checking accounts to get or very practical things. So when you, when you understand how you can really leverage your expertise in the media, you can use this concept of scalable and portable that I use and teach my clients to, to not just be pigeonholed in one particular area, but to really have the ability to expand and contract based on what, um, what might be going on in terms of timely. Sanika, how do you tie in the internet and social media to complement your TV appearances and to market your TV appearances? There's a couple of ways that I do it. Um, I post I post my videos on YouTube so that um, so that people who might not have seen the show or might be just getting familiar with me are able to see some of the current shows that I've done on my media website which is my which is one of the things a concept that I teach in TV publicity secrets if you go to sanyika.tv that's s a n y i k a sanyika.tv t like tom v like victor um what you'll find is some clips as well from the media, uh, my media reel, different ways for people to find me. It's keyword rich, so if someone searches on it, they can find, um, they're searching for personal finance, they're searching for TV shows, personal expert on TV, money expert, they can find 
that site in, in that way as well. Social media, I definitely let my friends and followers on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn know about when I'm going to be on TV. The topics I'm talking about, just last week, I was on the television show and the producer had asked me to help come up with some tips um, for summer fun ideas for kids. And while I'm married, I'm not a parent as yet. And so I wanted to, I had some ideas, but I wanted to know from real live parents, what are some summer fun ideas that can be inexpensive that you like to do with your kids? And I posted that on Twitter and started getting all kinds of twits back from people saying, hey, we do this and, you know, we like to do this and we go to the beach before the before they start charging for parking and run along the beach with our dog in the morning and just some really fun ideas that, that I wouldn't have been able to, to come up with. But the producer trusted me enough to come to me as the expert on the topic and then I just reached out to my social media network and said, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. I'd love to get your feedback and right there, it really worked. And so I use that. I'll also use social media if I am, if I know that a, a, a producer has contacted me and they're looking for a particular type of uh, guest um, that maybe I don't have access to that particular type of guest in my, um, in my database or network, I'll use and ask, hey, you know, this television producer is looking to interview a person on this. Does anybody does anybody know someone who might be willing to tell their personal story? Um, that tends to happen a lot with uh, with talk shows or chat shows where they'll be like maybe looking for a couple who's having money trouble or looking for a woman who's um, who's learning how to date after you know after being out of the dating market for years and wants you to come on TV to tell your story. So I basically help the producers. Um, I use it to help producers uh, find find guests and uh, content for their shows. So it's really a fun thing to do. And then I also make sure that on my blog um, that if there's a particular topics or tips that I talked about on the show but maybe didn't get a chance to get all the tips out or maybe because, you know, the, the time of the segment was shorter than I had originally anticipated and there's some other things that I want to say, I'll just type up the notes from the show and um, and add those with a with the embed of the video clip so that so that people can find out more even more information so it's really just a great way to generate content to repurpose that content you can turn um I have done this and I encourage you know people to do this as well turn your television interview into, into an article that you can um that you can post on the the internet or turn it into a um to a a pitch that you can produce, send out to the radio maybe. They might have a longer format and you can expand on a particular topic that you were, that you were on TV for. So there's great content in it and great ways to repurpose it, add it to other sites and, and ultimately just uh, add some legs to it. Sonica, how would you communicate your message in a way so that people watching will take the action that you intend them to take, whether it's uh, to buy a book or go to your website or whatever it may be, if you're making an appearance on TV and if you want to monetize that in some way, how would you deliver your message and deliver your call to action to the audience? So generally what I do is, again, going back, there, there are two concepts that, that I teach and, and, and actually apply. The first concept is CQC, and that represents clear, quick, and concise. 
I mean, with TV um, not only being a visual medium, it's also a very fast-paced and fast-moving medium. So you generally have about four to six minutes to for a segment, and you really want to make sure that it's content-rich, but that you're delivering your message in a way that's clear, in a way that's quick, and in a way that's concise. When you do that, it really gives the the listener a chance to follow along and ultimately want to go, wow, if they're giving this much information in this short amount of time, how much more information is in their book? How much more information can I find out by taking advantage of a complimentary consultation call or whatever your call to action may be? So it's always two things that come to mind. First, seek to give before you ever seek to get and then making sure you're delivering your message in a format that's clear, quick, and concise. And when you do that, um, it really does create a natural opportunity for either the host to say, Sanyika, how can more people find out about And you go, oh, well, then they can just go to tvpublicitysecrets.com. Or, um, hey, everyone, this has been a great interview with Sanyika. Uh, she's given some really valuable information. Our time is up now, but you can find out more information at tvpublicitysecrets.com or, you know, we'll have more information about how you can reach Sanyika on our website or we'll definitely have her back. All of those things just become really great ways for ultimately them to do what it is that you want them to do without you having to be blatant about it. When you when you add value to someone's life and you provide information that they can, one, take the, the short bit of information that you've given them and, and see how they can apply it to their situation, they definitely want to find out more. They, they intuitively want to Google you and they want to um, find out about what other websites or services you might offer. There's also the, also the way that you would do it where you deliberately weave it in is first and foremost, you just want to make sure you check with the producer and let them know, listen, I've got this new book that's about to come out or I've got this great new website that I've launched and I'd love to mention it on the show. If you give them the heads up, they generally do not um, have a problem with that. It's when you try to blanketly push your message in um, that it feels not only awkward to the person who's interviewing you, but it also just makes you look very self-serving. So when there is a natural place to weave it in instead of this blatant ad, and when you do it like that, not only is it subtle, and so it's not jarring to the person who's listening, but it's also very endearing because they want to find out more about you, and it's just your way of saying, hey, I know that we don't have a lot of time together. I hope that I've given you some value, and if I have... I'd love for you to, you know, you can find out more here or I've got this really great um, 10 tips at my website and you can download them for free. So it just becomes a natural extension of your willingness to give and add value. Sonica, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. How can we keep in touch with you and get more of this stuff from you? So my Twitter handle is Mediastar, that's M-E-D-I-A-S-T-A-R-R. Great. That's the end of today's episode. Thanks very much for tuning in. Sonica, a big thanks to you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.